Welcome everyone back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I am coming to you after yet another win. These winning Bruins uh, beat ASU, um, a ranked team at home, uh, for the first home win for Chip Kelly this year. Uh, It's the second straight win for UCLA, uh, beating Stanford and now beating ASU. And, you know, we had a lot of... um, thought after that Stanford game, well, is the defense a mirage? Is that only happening because it's against Jack West and a completely beat up offensive line and answered pretty definitively in this game with nope, um, not a mirage. Uh, we'll see how it does going forward, but they're definitely doing some different stuff up front. Um, bring in, uh, a lot more heat, um, but also playing a smaller, quicker, faster lineup, um, and just playing more aggressively inside linebackers are pressed up a lot more. The outside linebackers are getting into the backfield a lot more. Um, just, they're not playing on their heels as much. Um, and it looks, I mean, it looks different in design, uh, beyond just simply how the players are playing. But, um, if I'm pinning one big thing on why, um, everything's looked suddenly so much better the last two games. It's the defense. Um, and yeah, there's been incremental improvement offensively, but they pitched a, more or less a shutout against Stanford. Um, and then this week against ASU did much the same thing. I mean, sure, whatever on the final score. I mean, I think it ended up being 42-32 UCLA, but it was 42-10. Um, most of what ASU did in the fourth quarter and end of the third quarter was pure junk time stuff. Um, so, I, you know, at the end of the day, nobody watched the game. They'll say, oh, wow, pretty even in yardage. And UCLA ran, you know, 24 more plays or something like that than ASU. Wow, ASU should have won or something. Uh, but the reality of the game was was far different from what the stat line will show you. Um, UCLA's defense really came to play. Um, and kind of like we thought, I mean, they weren't going to shut down ASU the same way they shut down Stanford, but they came pretty close. Um, obviously ASU moved the ball a little bit better. Um, Jaden Daniels is obviously a lot better than Jack West. Um, but they shut down the run pretty well. Um, Eno Benjamin, I think finished with, uh, 46 yards on 13 carries. Um, and they were frustrating the hell out of him to the point where he got called for a personal foul or a, an unsportsmanlike at one point. But I mean, when you're playing against a, a team like that and you, and the quarterback is their leading rusher by far, and he's still under a hundred yards, um, that's a really good rush defense. Um, so they, they really held down that rushing attack and, you know, Jaden Daniels was good. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm on record as saying he's pretty good, um, and I thought he was pretty good in this game, um, but they limited him. Um, they kept him from getting too comfortable. Um, they got pressure after him pretty often and uh, kept him from beating him. Um, obviously, a lot hinged on UCLA, you know, having some good short yardage defense at different points. Um, and there, you know, there were some weird calls and things that probably on balance, probably the the weird refing went a little bit more UCLA's way than ASU's way in this one, but this was going to be a big win for UCLA no matter how the refing went, so that'll be a narrative after the game for sure, but um, regardless of refing, this was going to be a, a probably a double-digit win for UCLA. Um, all right, so on UCLA's end, um, 
defensively, we talked about, I mean, it's it's so much just the aggression, the pressure they're playing on defense. Um, it's not going to be perfect. And, you know, at different points, especially late in the game, in junk time time periods, it wasn't great. Um, but they're making negative plays. And that's really, <laughs> that's really all we want at this point. Um, offensively, uh, UCLA, uh, this was... This was really early Harbaugh Stanford esque with the stat line. Um, they finished with eighty plays for four hundred and one yards, which is a like an abysmal yards per play. Um, that means you're not getting explosive plays nearly at all. Um, but I'm gonna guess their success rate. Um, I wasn't tracking it throughout the game, um, but I'm gonna guess it was well over fifty percent. Um, they were just churning yards. Um, they had two touchdown drives in the first half of 16 plays. Um, it was 16 plays, 80 yards and an eight minutes and 27 seconds and 16 plays, 81 yards and seven minutes and 14 seconds. They occupied basically an entire quarter of the first half on two drives, two touchdown drives. Um, that is, that is devastating to handle as a defense. And you could see it even by midway through the thir- the second quarter that ASU's legs were done. Um, and then starting out the third quarter, they went right back to the run and ASU really couldn't handle it. Um, you know, that was, that was another Josh Kelly drum dominated drive that the first drive out of the, um, out of the halftime, it was, I think six, yeah, six Kelly runs on that drive, um, and that was a nine-play, seventy-one-yarder um, touchdown drive, and that 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 was the one that iced the game. Um, you know, if you you're thinking about the game, it was twenty-eight-seven going into the half, coming out of the half. If they'd if ASU had come up with a stop on that first drive, and then maybe they create something, the game kind of shifts a little bit. Um, but instead it was a statement drive. Um, UCLA again, just kind of ran the ball down their throats and, uh, you know, successfully converted a touchdown. Um, this was, yeah, this was, uh, another sign. I think that Joshua Kelly is, is fully healthy. Um, once again, just breaking arm tackles, um, doing his thing, um, really grinding between the tackles, um, 34 carries for 164 yards and four touchdowns. Obviously that's pretty phenomenal. Um, and Dorian Thompson Robinson, I, I saw him. Honestly, sometimes I don't know what people want, um, but I saw you guys all just like knocking him in the first half, and he was like, "Yeah, a little bit off on some things, but he played a pretty nice game overall." Um, and I mean, he ran the ball when he could. He had the one fumble um, where he probably held onto it a little bit too long, but also. The offensive line wasn't doing great in pass protection, um, and he's suddenly creating a lot more positive plays out of breakdowns that are on the pass pro. And no, he doesn't have perfect vision of the field at this point, but he's clearly a net positive at this point, um, or at least my estimation he is. Um, but anyway, he was fine. Um, 16 of 23 for 176 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Um, created some plays with his legs. Uh, obviously got hurt late. Um Hopefully that's just a minor thing, um, you know, a little bit of a nick on the knee that wasn't quite a hundred percent. So hopefully he's he's back and ready uh, next week. 
but I thought he played pretty well. Um, but Joshua Kelly in the run game was obviously the story. Um, and, and really just the efficiency of the run game and the brutality of the run game more than anything to carry, to have nearly 60 overall carries for 225 yards. I mean, that's, that is, that is something else that is pretty, um, pretty dominating. Um, so what did the time of possession end up being? Yeah, so this is something. 38 minutes of possession for UCLA in this one. And when you're doing that 38 minutes while just grinding a team on the ground, that's that'll that'll kill some teams. Um Wow, so yeah, this was um yeah, let me look back cuz I think this is probably the best game uh for UCLA and Chip Kelly. Um and now I know that UCLA USC was pretty good last year, but I think this might have been a more complete game. Um, let me look at the 2018 schedule and make sure I'm not missing anybody important. It's definitely between I think this and and USC last year. Um, but let me pull up just so I don't misspeak and have you people all think I don't remember anything, even though I clearly don't. Yeah, Cal was nowhere near it. Arizona wasn't great. And those are the only two other wins. So it's either USC or this one. So um, I'd probably go this one. Um, I think it was a, a more impressive showing overall, um, especially defensively. So there you have it. I mean, it was uh, what to make of the Chip Kelly era at this point. Well, I mean, dude is 6-14. and 14, um, So there's that. But you also have this weird thing that keeps happening. Well, not keeps happening. It's happened twice now. Um, in the second halves of seasons where suddenly they look good. Not even just like they look average suddenly. Suddenly they look good. They looked good against Stanford. And we were thinking, oh my God, how did this happen? This has to be a mirage. And then they looked really good against ASU, which, I mean, say whatever you want about ASU. They're not bad. Um, you know, Jaden Daniels is pretty good. That defense was pretty good coming in. Um, to do what they did against that team, that's that's a good showing. Um, so suddenly UCLA looks good. Um, what do you make of that? I mean, obviously some of it's the defense just, you know, they, they tried to do some new different things now um, after six games of it not working. But why, why did we have to sit through those six games of it not working? Like, could you... Could you maybe have just done this to start the year so we don't have all the consternation? And whatever, this year is this year. Could we just not do this next year? Could you just, you know, do the good stuff at the beginning of the year and not the bad stuff? How about that? How about that? Um, anyway, yeah, so the Chip Kelly era, definitely you've got these um, two sides. It's the, you know, the classic and overdone Jekyll Hyde thing um, where... The first six games were a deep and abiding WTF, and now two straight games of UCLA looking actively good. Um, now we'll see where they go from here, um, but if I had to bet on it, I would say they're going to look more like this team going forward than the team we saw in the first um, six games, if only because they've clearly switched the defense and settled on something that appears to work. Now, ASU and Stanford might have been relatively decent matchups from that perspective, but I don't think Colorado's really any worse of a matchup. Um, Steven Montez, um, I know he's a senior, but he's looked just as shaky, if not more shaky, than Jaden Daniels 
uh, in the last few weeks. Um, I think he rebounded a little bit against SC, but the previous two weeks he was very bad. You can definitely pressure him and make him, um, you know, not trust his eyes and his reads. So they could do something very similar to Colorado. Um, I would, I'm, I will, unless Dorian Thompson Robinson is totally out and we know it for sure. But even then, I'm probably going to pick UCLA to win that game. And then it's at Utah and at USC. Well, at Utah, that's going to be a tough one no matter what. Um, I, I I have a hard time picking UCLA to win that one. But at USC, USC's beatable. They've also got a freshman quarterback. Um, and he has he, he looked very sharp to start the year, got hurt a little bit, and hasn't looked quite like that yet again. Uh, Keaton Slovis, so could you make something weird happen in that game? Maybe. And then Cal. You can beat Cal. So, suddenly, a team that, all right, what, at at the Washington State point, or actually, after Oregon State, um, I think you could have made the real, very real case, and I, I will say that in a hypothetical, as if I didn't make the very real case, that the team should have been 0-6 and on track for 0-12. Um, and suddenly... Uh, five and seven, six and six looks. Five and seven looks like the most likely outcome. Six and six looks like the one I would probably eyeball. And yeah, I'd probably pick five and seven. But six and six is totally out there um, because USC is beatable. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird and wild world we live in. Um, UCLA is three and five. Four games left. And, um, yeah, they figured out a defense. Um, and if Dorian Thompson Robinson doesn't have anything too egregiously wrong and he was still out there not getting treatment in the locker room. So I'm assuming he's probably, um, at least, you know, on a day to day type basis. Um, we'll see, obviously I'm not a doctor. Um, and I'm like literally watching on TV. So who, who really knows? Um, but if he's healthy, um, yeah, they could, they could go three and one down the stretch here. It could happen. So that's weird. We live in a weird world, um, but it's a fun one. And uh, that's two back-to-back games where UCLA football was actually enjoyable to watch. So, you know, all things considered, I think everyone will take it. Okay, well, I'm going to go write about this game now after talking to you all about it. And uh, we will talk to you again next time. Bye.